Again, step one. Let's go just to step one. You want to work this program, get, get out of the self and work step one. We admitted we were powerless. Until I did that, but what did it take to do that? I was miserable, upset, depressed, and I was in my addictions. And when I first came in here, the first two years, they had the steps in front of the room. But nobody, you know, nobody said, hey, these, this is what we do in the program. Some people there, they, they, they waited. They were there for quite a few years. They didn't even go through these steps. You know, we need that spiritual release right away. We need to get through it. And there is a spiritual release. The promises do come true. The, we'll talk about the 10-step promise promises, being that point of neutrality, not even swearing off, not fighting anyone or anything. We'll talk about that in a minute. That, that comes true. And I know in the steps in an instant, you know, in an instant you could be like I say, I always say at this meeting, you can have that awakening towards your food, towards everything else, the spiritual awakening here now. You know, a lot of people say it takes five years to get your marbles, 10 years to learn how to use them. No, I don't need to learn how to use them. I don't need to, to get them or not get them. What I have to do in step four, get rid of those defects of character. Five, six, and seven talks about casting them out. We let them go. We just acknowledged we had them, and then we had to just have that awakening where we just started to realize that our thinking was step one. Step two said we were insane. We had to be restored to sanity. And then step three is that, is, look, if you do step three, this really is the, the topping on the, uh, you know, uh, here we go. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives with the care of God as we understood him. That's getting out of the self, you know. I can't try, I can't try to be happy, but I can't be happy. I can't get people to like me, but I could be a likable person. Do you see the difference there? One is the ego saying, I have to do this. The other is saying, like, let our higher consciousness. Again, I always emphasize as people say, well, what's your description of God or higher power? All I know is we and everybody else around us. And when you get centered and get out of defects of character like a little child, you see the love in the, in the universe and the patience and the tolerance and you, you feel it for yourself and everything is fine. You feel the vibration and it's all around you. But no, when you get, we get in fear and self-centeredness, we walk out of a house like this or with the food, we're trying to control it and, and with everything in our lives. But it doesn't work because our best thinking got us here. So if you want to get do this program, get the whole idea. Again, I, I say this too. These steps, this AA and OA, Overeaters Anonymous, is not... People will say, well, it's a cult. But all of these religions, the Eastern, Western, and philosophy of the ages, these people, the first 100, put in this book. And the way I know that is, if you read any philosophy, if you go to any religion, right, they talk about confession, we have a step four, whatever it is, prayer and meditation. No, they just don't say prayer. You know, Eastern is more so meditation in a way, right? So we have prayer and meditation. But I want to say something about that, the prayer and the belief in a, and, and, and the grace of, a, of, a, of believing in something outside yourself is so powerful, having that faith. You know, meditating, being in the present is good as far as it goes. But to me, I need both. I need that spirituality where I have a partner in life, you know, which again, we were, this, this universe is so amazing. It, we're just not, there's something that created it. And even if you don't think so, look, I tell you about the story. If you don't want to believe, this is what the guy did. There was a meeting and there was an atheist there and there was a person who was religious. So they were having a debate. The debate was, you know, is, is there a God? Isn't there a God? So some guy came up to the podium and he said, look, and it was time for, you know, to make statements and questions. And he goes, look, my life 
has been such i've been so amazing i i, I got i it took a god into my life a higher consciousness whatever and and it's just every day is amazing so so the, the in the debate the guy said to the atheist you see th there you go what more proof do you need so my life bringing these steps in my life you know you know hey look we had look let's talk about faith we had faith all the time if you go to page 54 in the big book go to page 54 it tells us here and we agnostics you know and, and there's another thing i could tell you about that but let me just get on to this we found too on the first paragraph page 54 we had been worshipers so we we were worshipers what did we worship it's going to tell us here what a mental state of goose flesh flesh that used to bring it on had we not vicariously worship people trying to please people okay uh, sentimental things wow i mean they're past this depression you know going back and trying to think of these long lost loves that's all that's the past who knows that's all an illusion but we our ego wants to go back and wants to actually i love the saying plan the past right and other people say regretting the future so when we're in eternal presence with our higher consciousness it's the source it's in here the other ones are sentimental feelings the anger the fear that's lower level do you want to be stuck in lower level of thinking? Yeah, we have that ability to get fearful. Yeah, if somebody puts a gun to our head or in the wilderness and an animal's going to attack us, yeah. God gave us that flight or fright response. But we use it. Oh my God, we use it. We're crazy. We use it for the way somebody talks to us. And I always say, look, somebody could come up to you and give you a hard time, a clerk in a store, a boss at work, somebody in your family. But how crazy are they, look, or cut you off on the highway to do such things. They should be nice, love, and tolerant. But who's the crazy one? How crazy it is for us to, to react to them, to get upset, right? We gotta realize we, we're just one small integral cell of this whole universe, but we can be like every cell has everything in it, all the DNA, we can be part of it. But when we get into our addictions and we get into the self, we're isolated, we can't feel the emotions, the feelings, the love of, of everyday nature, right? Like I said, I'd be driving my car, I'd be resentful, I'd be driving, and before I knew it, I was where I was because I was out of myself and I didn't, appreciate it as a beautiful day and sitting there eating the food in the car right same thing so it's telling us we worshiped all the time it says it here so a person says i i i don't have any faith i have you know i said well you worship money so a guy's saying to you if i have a million dollars i'll be happy to win the lottery and when they do it, it it doesn't work it just doesn't work and and if they did win it they become immersed in the money and figure well if that's the answer success they want more money if somebody likes me i want more people to like me if i go in a room full of people you know the best way to do it is to you know like in a lot of these philosophies and stuff they have a vow of poverty poverty why because they say the rich man can't get into these things his money's obsessed with with money power prestige and how poor is that you know how how poor is that person how poor are they that they can't get what we can get in this program. Be sitting on a couch and be as happy as the man who spends hundreds of thousand dollars, kills himself almost to climb Mount Everest. And he only has a momentary pleasure. And then when he gets home, he's thinking about climbing the next mountain. You could be sitting here on a couch or on a chair and be so happy and joyous and free. This program, step four, those are the defects of character. The main one is pride, right? Seven deadly sins, pride, pride, you know, pride before the fall. You know, expectations or resentments ready to happen, right? You know, it's, it's, it's um, expectations is what, you know, 90% of our problems is expecting them to be what we feel they should be. 
Desire is the cause of all suffering. I mean, you could go on and on. It all has to do with the self and the ego. But step three says, this higher consciousness, the spirit of the universe, God. Then we have that God consciousness within us. You know, so you go to four and five, but this all has to do with the food. You want God consciousness? You want food consciousness. You can easily get it. Don't try to do it. Just set, get centered and look at the food differently. Look at the water. You know, water. You know, do you know how many calories a day? By switching to this, you know, some of those drinks you get at those coffee places are 1,200 calories. Do you realize a salad is about maybe, a pound of salad is 100 calories. You go to a restaurant, they, you're lucky if they give you a quarter or half a pound of salad, but by the time they're done, it's 1,200 calories. 